Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to where I talk shit for the past, for the next, what, what, hour and a half? I don't know how this is going to go. It's about to be a bunch of rambling. Welcome to the last call with Angel Perkins Harris. Uh, I am, of course, Angel Perkins Harris. Uh, thank you for uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. This is the podcast that will uh, not only get into depth with me, but also allow me to connect with more with you guys and also get to know a lot more people as I bring on a lot more guests and we can actually understand my opinions and everything. I got inspired to do this idea after being on Townsend's podcast recently with uh, all the boys and boy icons, um, please watch our shows. We are Towns is working his ass off. All of us are working our ass off to make that show as great as we possibly can. Uh, also watch all of our boys in Equilibrium, MFW, who has Dystopia coming up, RT, Ring the Bell Wrestling, who just came back, uh, RSW, uh, Unify, all of them. Of course, all their links will be down if I can find them. But, uh, yeah, um, I wanted to do this to, like, because a lot of people know my character, but they don't know me personally. So I feel like this is a way for me to open up and kind of, like, open the book, really, and just give you guys an in-depth look on how I came up and, uh, well, actually, how the Forever Humble tagline isn't really a tagline. It's really just how I am in general. So we will get started. Um, first, I would like to start every episode with a couple of thank yous. Uh, and of course, this is all going to be very cheesy and very dumb, so keep in mind that. Um, thank you, Townsend, for being my call father and telling me not to fight you in honor bound because I will get buried. That's his words, not mine. And if I mistake in his words, then it's fine. And I will never call you out, Townsend, because uh, I will die, probably. Uh, thank you, Adam Richards, for discovering bagged milk for me. I will be requesting that you bring some if we ever meet in person. And, uh, thank you to Jonathan Reed, my best friend. Uh, thank you for ruining No Mercy for me and, uh, making it the worst pay-per-view of all time with your blatant disrespect and disregard for... The rest of the roster by attacking Zach Rainey at the pay-per-view. I hate you. Suck a dick. No, not honestly. I love you, Cody. I love you, Reed. I love you, bro. Uh, but yeah, that's how thank yous are going to be. Rather dumb, stupid, and crazy. Just like how I normally am in chats. So, yeah. Let's get started. Um, What I'd like to talk about first is... Uh, I like how a lot of people don't really know exactly where I came from in terms of call. Um, So, let me uh, get into that. I started... um. I started in May 2019, and this is going to be the only time I'll bring her up, I promise. My mother passed away just just a month after, or just a month before, in April 13th, 2019, and it was May, around a month after, like legit to the day, and I was looking for something to do that wasn't work, that was stressing me out already, that wasn't in-house stuff that was stressing me out already. I wanted to do something that was uh, rather comforting and rather just something that I can just relax and don't really have to bother much because honestly I was just at the point where I was at the verge of possible breakdown but I wouldn't go that far um either way uh I was able to get myself back together and I was able to 
joined this league called FWL, Franchise Wrestling League. And it was this league where I met all of my friends that uh, I came into call with. Jonathan Reed, Jay Knight, Justice, Zach Rainey, uh, Blake Marker, Chris Rainey, a bunch of them, the whole crew. Uh, to those boys, my TTW boys, what's up? How y'all doing? Um, but it was there where I met most of the boys, and I got to play online in WWE for the first time, and I got to start really creating my character. Um, my character, when I first started, was blander than anything. It was bad, it was not very good looking, and it was white, and I was black, so it was like, it was a disconnect, and I kept getting reminded of that by my friends a lot. Um, at first, it was fun, because we used to do a bunch of crazy stipulation matches that I love to do in offline, so I was able to do it with other people online and have a couple of laughs here and there. We got to know each other a bit. Um, eventually, the owner of FWL, Ryan, by the way, his name was Ryan, um, he decided, right, it was time to crown a champion, because he was just building the league, and this is not EFED, this is just competitive, so he was building the league up, building it up, and now it was time to crown a champion, you would think it'd be a, you would think it'd be a world title, it wasn't, it was a hardcore championship, that was be defended legit anytime, any place, anywhere, he really embraced the 24-7 rule, which we weren't that angry about, but there's a reason why in my bio it said 29 championships because 16 of those came from the hardcore title. Um. Uh, what happened was I was questioning it, but then again I wasn't, and I ended up winning the hardcore title. And the next night was our very first major show, and it was Sunday Night Franchise, I think it was, and. The marquee match in the main event was Angel Harris, which I was going by at the time, versus Preston Schuler, one of the guys from FWO, or the old WPW, or TCW as we call it now. And uh, it was for the hardcore title in a Iron Man match. Now, you would think Iron Man doesn't really connect with the hardcore title, right? Well, you're correct. Because this was in any normal hardcore match. Now, now I like now no, like you know how uh, Vegeta. Or if you watch Dragon Ball Z, or if you watch any like anime, somebody will say, "Well, this ain't my normal form. Or this isn't my normal state. I can go a step further or some shit." This wasn't your typical normal Iron Man match. Because it was all broken down into 10-minute portions. The first 10 minutes was grappling only. The second 10 minutes was striking. The third was outside brawling. The fourth was weapons only. And the fifth was submissions only. And then the sixth was just go nuts. It was, it was fucking ridiculous, honestly. It was total, absolute bullshit. And from what I, from what I remember, um, we were to have this finish in that 60-minute Iron Man match. Now, this isn't call 60 minutes. This is actual 60 fucking minutes of you playing the game and hoping for the best. And this is online, so at any point in time, like, you could have gotten to the 53rd minute and then it just crashed and all the everything that we worked on could have just been for naught. So... The plan going in and the plan ending the match was I go over Preston 
is up three to two. Preston's Preston gets up three two. I hit a finisher. We're tied. We entered like the last two minutes. Preston goes for a finisher. I counter. I go for a roll up. One two three. Then with like thirty seconds to go, I run out of the ring with my title, still champion. What happened? What happened was I got went for the he went for the finisher. I countered. Went for the roll up. He counters, and then he goes for the top rope, and then the time runs out, and it's now a tie from a 60-minute Iron Man match that I spent an hour of my own life fucking playing, and I was pissed. I remember getting so angry, getting so furious. It was just unbelievable, and I was just like, why why would this be? Why? Just like, why would I spend an hour of my fucking life doing this whole match for it to just end like that, and it's bullshit, and I fucking hated it, eventually the owner said, do it again, and do like a sudden death type deal, where you just go over anyways, Angel, you go over, you guys hit a finisher on each other, you kick out, kick out, Angel hits one from a finisher, one, two, three, we get out of here, no, because that wasn't the plan to him, see, what he wanted was the spotlight, so I kid you not, the owner of a wrestling company walked into the ring, clotheslined the both of us after we hit our finishers, hit his own finisher, beat us, and then held his hardcore title as a sign of saying, and I'm not kidding, and Jay and, Co- Jay and Jonathan Reed can back this up. The reasoning behind him saying that, the reason why I am doing this was two. One, I'm bored. He was bored, apparently, which is very important. You don't want to, you don't want him to be bored, you know. And the second, well, oh, it generated heat with the boys. The boys, the boys really hated it. It was generating a lot of heat, so that's good for the, that's good for the show. It, It generated heat because you... You legit dicked your way through a match, and nobody liked it. It, it. it was crap. You can't say you can't say it was smart and genius when everyone hates you for it. That you can't do that. So eventually, we all got pissed at him, and this is during the time when we all decided, you know what, fuck it, we're gonna fucking leave. But we didn't. We all stood together, and eventually, one day, I think it was a Monday, May twenty first. I think it was. It was May twenty. No, it was May 22nd, where um, one of my boys, he got into it with uh, Ryan. Ryan got defensive, and basically what my boy said was, it's hard for us to be led and trust a leader when he's in actuality acting like a dictator. So he called the owner a dictator. The owner didn't like it. He said, fuck you all, left the chat, and left his whole roster. So now we're all just sitting there just thinking to ourselves, what now? When I decided, you know what, fuck it, I'll take care of this shit, I'll run it. And throughout the first, like, ten minutes of this entire show, I pretty much described what the original WPW came to be as. Over time, it was fun and fun until it had to die out, but that's not going to be the majority of the story. What's going to be the majority of the story is how I started EFED. What happened was... I saw my friend Jay. He was having fun in this fed called Elevate, I think it was. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, this thing's fun. And I was like, oh, it's E-Fed. What's E-Fed? 
was like, what's EFED? He said, it's, it's basically you put your character up on community creation, someone downloads it, and then, then you just watch their match on stream. You don't have to play it. You don't have to do nothing. So it's no stress. It's, it's all the fun of League, but none of the stress. And or none, or it was like none of the manual labor of you actually playing the match. As far as the stress cones, I don't know if he said that, but I think it was full of shit if he did. But um, I thought it was fun, so I figured let's join it. Why not? I joined this Mexican league on Discord when I first created it. I don't know what it was, and I think I left it. Or I forgot the link to the Discord because I forgot my password, which is why I have this one. um, The current one, actually, but it's whatever. Um, And then I remember going to Elevate, getting signed in with Elevate, which was ran by Thomas Starr at the time. Um, and then I remember signing with MIWF and then TPW, Thunder Pro Wrestling with Laser. Yes, uh, we'll get into him later, trust me. Um, I remember being told, here's your gimmick, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't told, here's my gimmick. I told them my gimmick, basically. And mind you, this was the beginning stages of the total package gimmick. So it was nothing but a Tony Nese jacket, just a black trunks, and that's it. With Samoa Joe's TNA theme playing in the background. It was completely basic. Completely out of left field. No face scan whatsoever. No nothing. And then I'm just here like, hi. I'm, I'm here now. And no kidding. My second E-Fed match. My first E-Fed match was a bat. Was a, uh, if I remember correctly. Before my first E-Fed match. I'll say this. Before my first match. I made a post saying. If anyone wants logos, hit me up. And I remember some people sharing it. And I shared it in the chat. And everyone was like, oh my god, Angel. These are good. You understand? Like, you'll see a trend with these stories that I'm about to tell you. And those trends are, my logos basically enhance my career. In a way. But I saw the logo and then they saw the championships. So people saw the championships. They were like, yo, some of these will die for titles like these. These are beautiful. And then... Albeit, I did cheat a bit because the uh, television title that I made was a template I got off of communications and whatever, whatever. We'll get into that later. Um, I do remember after I made the post, MIWF texted me. It was like, we need you to create titles for us. I was like, okay, cool. So I created all their belts, the belts that they're still using today, which is, which is, yeah, my belts were that good that they're still using it. The IC title was made by me. The tag titles was made by me. The universal tag titles was made by me. The MIWF World Championship made by me. The MIWF Championship in general was made by me. Uh, everything that he uses as of right now is made by me. In terms of like, in terms of uh, championships goes. And I was happy for it. I'm happy that at least one league that I contacted that they contacted me and used my titles, at least is using it, and it's still around for longevity, you know what I mean? It's it's really nice. Even though I left them just recently, it's really nice to see them use my titles still and thank me after I left, saying thank you for everything. And no ill feelings towards MIWF, they're awesome. But my first match in MIWF was for a, battle, a beat the clock challenge for the vacant MIWF championship. They just made it, it was debuting, and I ended up, been, I ended up winning the beat the clock challenge, facing Brett Curtis for my for the MIWF championship, and I remember this vividly. He complained about me using his finisher, and then I beat him, and my second EFED match ever 
I was world heavyweight champion. I was just like, what the fuck? All honesty, I didn't deserve it. And it was weird. It was one of the weirdest experiences ever. I didn't mind it, though. I loved every second of it. But it was like, yeah. Yeah. How the fuck did I do this? <laughs> it was so weird. And then Elevate, I debuted at Elevate. It was fun. And then I remember getting a text message from uh, owner of MIWF and the owner of Dunder Pro Wrestling, which up until that point, I didn't even debut in Dunder Pro yet. I was champion in MIWF. I was in Dunder Pro. And I haven't made a match yet. And they're asking me to be a general manager for their show. Like, basically, MIWF owner was like, we want you to be the general manager of, of a, 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 I think it was Armageddon or Apocalypse, I think the show was called. It wasn't made event. It was Apocalypse, I think. And then TPW didn't have any secondary shows. They were like, we want you to be a GM of one of our shows. And I was like, okay. I don't mind. That's cool. I mean, I've done... GM work before. I know how to book matches. So, like, let me do what I got to do. And then I made the titles for TPW. We'll get into that a bit later. And, uh, <clears throat> from what I remember, TPW and MIWF had, like, a bidding war for me because they didn't know, like, oh, my God, where is he going to go? Which side, which side, which side? Eventually, MIWF just gave up and TPW got me. So I'm here in TPW now, and I am the general manager for a little show I like to call Riot. And my first show was on Twitch with literally 13 followers, and I think to this day it hasn't grown that much. Let me look at my Twitch now, and I can't even do it. That's fucking beautiful. I'll try to find it when I get up there, but I don't even think I've grown in terms of followers that much. It is whatever. I don't mind. But yeah, I don't. I haven't grown much in followers, really. But yeah, my Twitch was like, what three followers? It was it was sad. But hey, so it is what it is. Honestly, I'm not that angry. And it was funny because the one thing that literally killed me inside was the fact that I just got in the eFed, and you guys are already asking me to be your own, be your. GM of a company and I was just like this is the most hilarious shit I've ever seen in my life y'all trust me that much already <laughs> so riots coming up I make the show I do the streams and it's all morning streams and I've done and I've done it for like a while I get to the point where Bobby Brown is my universal champion and Brett Curtis is my Grand Prix champion we head to the pay-per-view I wanted to call Condemned, and I already ran two pay-per-views before that, No Escape, Day 2, and Lights Out, not Lights Out, it was a True Blood, which was a TPW Riot exclusive, and I did Riot exclusive because I was like, there's no way I'm sharing the show with Laser, because I just, I don't like his commentary, and he wanted to do, I remember being a party with him during the draft, and it was like, I want out so fucking badly. Get me out of here now. And I was just like, just just end the stream. It's like, I'm not making fun of someone's voice. But it was just so grating and annoying. I was like, oh, get me out of here. I wasn't doing that. So I was like, let me do Riot exclusive. Plus, people seem to like my show better. But then again, people don't understand. Riot back then was so 
inactive. Like nobody was showing up to streams. Nobody knew who won what week and what happened. No one knew the match results or the matches coming in until last minute. And I mean last minute. And no one knew when streams were coming. I mean, yeah, I'm inactive. I'm like inconsistent in terms of when I post shows. But I also wasn't inconsistent to the point where one day I will stream at 6 p.m. or 4 p.m. And then another day I'll stream at, God forbid, 8 o'clock. Or no, 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 not even 8 o'clock. 6 o'clock in the morning. My time. That's not happening, Chief. I was oof. Oof, oof, oof. I was off my shit. So, also, another thing. From what I remember, Laser was so fucking annoying at the beginning stages with his constant text messages reminding me, Angel, Angel, you got a show today. You got to do this. You got to do that. I was like, bro, I have a job. I have school. Fucking relax, man. Relax. I have a whole life. Cause it my life right now, bro. And it, 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 it still isn't. People think that it is. Hell, I do hard mic and freaking... I do hard mic for Honorbound and talking extreme for HXW half the time at my job. Half the work I do in my call is at my job. So call isn't my life. It's a hobby. But like at that point, I had no time or experience or Knowledge of what the fuck I was doing. I was tossing matches around willy-nilly and laser expected the world from me It was when I got to condemned or when I got to a Brand that I call create a call which I will get into later. Trust me Create a call will be talked about in depth But it was when I got there that I saw how shows can be on YouTube and I heard about how people were switching from Twitch to YouTube or from streaming it just live straight up to recording it and then streaming and then premiering it or something. So I was like, hmm, what would Condemned look like if it was edited rather than streamed? Because I remember I had a storyline back then with the terror and I wanted to make the terror look great. And I didn't want to run the risk of the terror losing so I was like, okay, I got a dilemma here. This looks bad. Um, so when I made the run, when I made the decision to make the switch, um, if I'm rambling, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to make this as inter- interesting as possible and give you guys an in-depth look at what I came through and what I'm going through right now. Um, so I made the switch and I made the announcement WTPW Riot will have its pay-per-view condemned on YouTube. And everybody was like, bro, good luck. I was like, this can't be that difficult, right? How was I in for a treat? Because mid-record, my fucking game decided to erase everything. And I had to scrap everything and do it all again. And it was so crap. It was so crazy. And the recording I did, the commentary wasn't all there. The... Audio was synced up completely difficultly wrong, and it was painfully obvious that I didn't know what I was doing. But I wanted to keep doing it because it was fun. And it still is fun to this day. Um, I remember doing that, right? And I remember telling the management team, Laser, Adam Rage, at the time. Uh, I don't remember the third guy. If I, if I remember, if if you were in management during that time period and I didn't mention you, please let me know because I will. I probably forgot. But I remember telling these guys, "Yo, I'm doing the switch to YouTube," and I didn't get 
like rage asked for help but i like denied it low-key i was like bro i appreciate it and i'll text you if i need it but as of right now i think i got this covered i think i want to just go through the learning stages um and laser helped nothing he helped nothing he ain't do dick and i was sitting here like oh really so you're not gonna do nothing in the cream of the crop the one thing that made it the most hilarious shit was when he jumped into the stream right it was wpw tag titles on the line it was tpw i'm sorry i keep saying wpw because that's the premiere show now that's my baby but it was the Tundra pro wrestling tag titles on the line it was prestige scott it was prestige matt bailey and philip sheffield defending their titles against don Vachon and isaiah evans lcn it was riots prestige versus full tilts lcn lcn won they became tag champions and i I remember thinking this and i was so pissed laser jumped in into stream and immediately cheered was like oh my god my guys won i was like you honestly pulled up in the stream just to say that you didn't come in to say, oh, Angel's doing this off of my show. Well done, Angel. Good job. Or Angel's doing this and that for my show. Good job. You came in to celebrate your team winning and then you left. Like, it was at that point where I was questioning why I was even there to begin with. Especially with TPW in general with Laser and how annoying he got. And then after... He made this cheesy post called Thank You Angel after I made a post saying I thank you all. It was tough. It was a learning experience, but it was the best show I've done in terms of editing. But I will get better next time. And I think my next pay-per-view lights out. Uh, you guys tell me. I think that was better than anything anybody expected, really. And my ne- my recent pay-per-view, No Mercy, ooh, that, that did well. That did well as well. I, I liked it. It was great. And all my shows in between, Riot shows and Supernova and Tag Tournament, it was great. It was all great. And it all started from Condemned. But from Condemned onto episode 18 of Riot, I had no help. Laser didn't promote my show at all. He didn't promote Riot. He didn't promote me. He didn't promote anything about my show or about anything with me and I had to promote TPW stuff on my main page I didn't want to create a riot page for itself because it seemed silly but I had to promote everything on that page and it felt so annoying because like I'm trying to build my own name and call and here I am doing this and I was just like get the fuck out of here over time I got so angry that I got to the point where I lashed out on him. I was like, dude, I'm not going to be sitting here doing all this damn work, having people believe I'm the owner of shit when I'm premiering on podcasts and on shows representing TPW, carrying that TPW flag, trying to defend our show, our brand, our company, and you're just sitting at home twiddling your thumbs looking for anything to try to put your name on and be like, oh, I did that. Because that's what he did with me. He put his name all over everything I did and everything I worked for. And just basically said, oh, Angel, Angel didn't do nothing. I, that was all me. TBW is successful because of me. No. And I got so pissed. I last out and was like, dude, you can't be saying all this shit. And then 
from what I thought things were going to be good, in comes this new GM. And I'm still doing shows on YouTube, and in comes this new GM, and he has the attitude. I lash out on the GM, laser lashes out on me. I say, it's funny how you're now caring about your show and not mine, when my show is far superior right now. And this was during when I actually got a chance to actually understand editing and shit with Riot. So there was more story elements coming in. It was more storylines based shit. And it was good. Um, eventually, I left. No, I didn't leave. I got fired. And I wanted to get fired. Because I'm not the type of guy that just ups and leaves someplace just because I felt like it. I need a reason behind it. Or I don't want to just leave it because anyone's going to say, oh, if APH doesn't get his way... He'll just leave somewhere. That's not me. All right. Oh, God. That was my rant about TPW. Um, I think now is a good enough time that we reached the 30 minute mark. And I gave you guys my little synopsis about my career in terms of like uh, EFED and everything. I'll get into my career in terms of like wrestling once I go to CAC because it pretty much extends from Creator Call to like where I'm at now. And then I'll go into my future and then I'll just cut it. I hope I reach an hour. I don't go. I don't want to go above an hour because it's like I'm wasting your guys' time. You know what I mean? So I think now is the perfect time, like I said, to go into this Q and A because you guys left. I literally put up a post saying Q and A. Any questions that I should answer on my podcast, please send them here. Um, so I'm gonna go from bottom to top, meaning the last comment to the current comment and. First comment comes from CG Toronto Wolverine, and he says, favorite comedy movie? Um, I didn't know that. that this is a call question. Okay. Favorite comedy movie right along with Kevin Hart and uh, Ice Cube. It's one of my favorites ever. I loved it so much, and I will watch it again and again, and I probably will watch it after I'm done with this podcast because it was that good. I loved it. Um, so there's your answer. Um, Daddy, oh, that's Christy. Christy Redding. Uh, she asked, am I your favorite roster member? Uh, don't worry. Christy Horse rules ass always. Yep, you are. You are. <laughs> God damn it. My women's division is so awesome. I have to say that. They're, they're one of the best roster members I can always have. And even though it can always grow bigger and bigger for a startup as of right now, I'm lucky with what I have. I am really lucky. Okay, next question comes from Chase Atkins, and he asked me, who are some of your favorite? Who are some of your dream opponents? Ooh, that's a good one. I've always said I wanted to face Adam Richards. I feel like now that I'm in Autobound and HXW, I feel like that can happen. I've already said I wanted to face Crazy J and Tone, the fucking serial cheat. Besides, oh, you want to face Crazy J? Guess what? That's your first match in Autobound. Good luck. I, I don't know how, but I won. So there's that. There goes that scenario. I've always wanted to face Adam Richards. I've always, later down the road, and I have to emphasize this because I don't want Tone to see this and put me in a match with this guy. Down the road, Tone, I would like to face Townsend because I feel like me, APH versus Townsend, big guy versus bigger motherfucker, mentor versus student, that'll be great. That'll be a great match. Um, Preppy is another one. I would love to wrestle him. Jordan Brooks, uh, another one. Boom. Uh, Tone White, uh, that's a good one. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, there's a lot of people. Pegasus. 
is another one. Uh, in terms of promoing, I would say Hunter Quinn. Because I would love to have a promo battle with him. I would love to have a promo battle with any of these guys. And if you're listening, hey, hit me up. You know where I'm at. So thank you, Chase Atkins, for that question. That was a good one. Thank you. I'm doing this every week, Bob. I'm doing this every week, by the way. If you want to toss questions, please, once I put up that post, toss as many as you can. Um, Killian Frost says, least favorite car. I'm not doing that. I love everybody. If I were to pick a car that I really would grind my gears, it's just cause I have too much pyro. I feel like enough, I feel like some pyro is good. Too much would just ruin the entrance for me. So, yeah. Favorite people in call. Basically, all the people I said for my dream matches. Jack Hunter is another guy who is my, one of my favorites. Adam Richards, who supported me since day one, since I jumped into, like, the mainstream. Townsend, Crude, Brett Curtis, Jay Knight, Jonathan Reed, Zeke Salazar. There's a lot of people... And I know if I start naming names, people are going to get mad that I didn't name theirs. So, like, hold off. I'm sorry. But, like, those are for now. But if you know who you are, I love you so much. So, thank you. Chris and Gerald, thank you for that. Um, Grand Temple Tournament, GTT. What's up, brother? He asked me, outside of working on WPW, what has been one of your favorite things to do involving Call? Whether it could be anything you've done in Pacific Promotions, making championships, what makes you feel complete? Wow. First of all, you don't know the you don't know the uh, definition of simple, do you, my dude? Fucking hell, what a what a what a con- what a freaking crazy ass question is this? Um, um, damn, it's a lot of shit that I've done that I really loved. Whew. I would say one of the things that I love doing, um, in terms of like in terms of call, of course, is making championships. Like I said, the fact that MIWF is still using my titles to this day is something that I love so very much. Um, I will still love it. And I still love them for using it. Another thing I will say I love doing about Call is promoing. I love promos and I love listening to promos because that's something you don't normally get or hear when you're watching Call or EFED. You normally like would watch the match and you see them and then you just promo on Twitter. You don't normally promo against each other back and forth. So when I'm in places like COH or Honorbound or HXW where they have, for Honorbound, they have a hard mic or for HXW, they have Talking Extreme. When I stepped in there for the very first time and I heard these guys promoing against each other, it was the best thing ever because I was like, holy shit, this is the complete package. I get to watch my car wrestle. Post about it on Twitter. And on top of that, I can promo against these fuckers and really use my anger. It's like, holy shit. I loved it so much. Because I was like, dude, this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I've always, I love promoing against people. And the more I promo against people, the more I get better. And it's just... If I were to ever name something specific about what I love about Call, it's promos. Like, the creations of Calls and the way it looks and the attires are one thing. Championships are another. Promos are the best. I love it so much. And I'm still trash at it, regardless of what y'all think. So, GTT, thank you. Uh, Chase Owens, favorite roster member? Not doing that one because fuck that. I will not offend any member of the roster. Crude. Crude's my favorite. Favorite Call theme? Ooh, that's a that's a good one. I will say Goldman. 
we uh we are war um i feel like his theme matches him perfectly uh like when i hear his theme that basically in the way i have his gimmick set up in wpw when i hear his theme it's just like a setup to an actual battle where it's like you hear it and you know you done fucked up and i love that so much it's one of the best things in the world. So Chase Owens, thank you for the roster member question. And Hunter Quinn, thank you for the uh, favorite call theme question. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Adam Rage says, anyone, anyone not in WPW that you hope to see in the future or any companies in call you wish to join? If I were to pick one person in a male and female division, just one there's a lot of people, but if I were to pick just one, I'm going to limit myself here because I know I'm going to list a lot of people. If there was just one one person in each division, male, female, that I would love to have, first off, right off the bat, Andrea for my women's division, is he'll be awesome. Or fucking I'm a cheat, Ashley Sky. I already have your sister. I already have your sister signing. You've been teasing to come over to WPW. So, like, seriously, if you ever interested in shooting WPW again, please give me a phone. Give me a text. I'm more than willing to bring you in, Ashley. For the males, Crazy J. If Crazy J were to become unexclusive, jump to WPW, bring in that that fire, or him and or him or Adam Richards, bro. If they were to ever show up to WPW, that would be a blessing and a half. I would love that so much. Rage, thank you. Brandon Alexander, my uh, w- one half of the WPW Tag Team Champions. How you doing, brother? He says, how long have you been doing call for? And do you see yourself in the future doing this? Um, First of all, Brandon, thank you for the question. Second, um, I've been in call for seven months since January of 2020. Um. It's now August, so that's about eight months. Excuse me, sorry. How long do I see myself doing this? Until I burn out. I still love doing logos. I still love doing Riot and Supernova. I still love producing shows. I still love promos for a fact. Um, can I say WPW will last long, longer than my car career? Yes, I can. Can I say that I'll be here for five, for five years? Yes, I can. I will say that straight up. I think I will probably be able to do this unless something really drastic happens where i have to choose my irl over my car life so if something like that happens i may i will have no choice but up until right now if nothing changes oh yeah i love doing this and i would love to do it for the foreseeable future um thank you brandon for that question jay knight hey he's asked who helped you the most in call Ooh, townsend honestly if I were to be honest, Townsend and Crude, um, Crude help people help him um, spread the word about my championship creations and my designs and all that. Townsend links me to HXW, like straight off. Like he basically put in a good word for me in HXW, and I think on around two, I'm not sure, but he put in good word, and people started really taking me seriously when I entered Create a Call, and he started putting me over like crazy. Um... So I think those two are one of those guys that I would think helped me the most in terms of my career. In terms of personally, I would say Townsend, of course, Crude, of course, and Jay Knight, and my DOA boys. Because um, personally, they helped me out, like, really overcome a lot of shit in my life, especially during this whole call journey. So it's like, thank you, boys. I thank you guys so much. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Excuse me. Um, and finally, because this is the last question, reading about wrestling. Well, this is not the last question. I still have more coming up after this. I think. I don't know. It could be wrong. Reading about wrestling asks: Is there any company that has ended that you would like to see return to the future and be a part of again? Underground, I would love to be a part of. I heard it died. I heard it would lose. I heard they were closing down. Um, I would love to be a part of Underground. Yeah, I hear it's a great show, and a lot of people love it. A lot of people enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I would love to be a part of uh, Underground. Elevate for one, and I hear they're coming back. So uh, if I wasn't going exclusive, I would definitely come and ask, come in and join, and everything. So uh, thank you, uh, Ring the Bell, for that question. But Elevate's one of them. And if you're wondering why I'm leaving out a specific company, I'll get to that. Courtney asks, why do you suck? Uh, I don't know. I don't suck. I tend to, like, uh, not suck on my food. I tend to eat it and swallow it. So I don't know. The Mafia, thank you, Courtney. God damn it. The Mafia asks, how are you so good with logos? Patience. Severe, severe patience. You can't have logos and you can't have great logos without patience. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that. And finally, Brock the Warlock Knight, um, he asks me, if you were able to have your last match ever, who would it be against? What would the type ma- what would the match type stipulation be and why would you make this decision? Damn. If I were to make my uh final match ever, it would be against Brett Curtis. It no, it won't be against Brett Curtis. It'll be against uh Well, here's the thing. In my first call opponent in Nefed was Brett Curtis. My first opponent in competitive was against Jay. I'll do a triple threat. I'll have the first two guys that really, really experienced me for the first time face me one last time in one last go. And after that, win or lose or draw, I'll ride off into the sunset. It may be a weird way to answer it, but it's my way. So thank you. Thank you so much for those awesome questions. Thank you all so much. And again, please, if you are want to drop more questions, please drop them down to my Twitter, please. I would appreciate that. Now we're getting into the poll. I made a poll just a few days ago saying the first episode of Last Call with Angel Perkins Harris will be no guest this week. Still wondering how to do work at OBS and how to record audio via Discord. Yeah, that's a bit of a bitch. So this first episode will cover my beginning of call, which I've covered, as well as my story. So as a story you guys want me to talk about. So choose wisely. I had the Jaden issue. I don't want to really burn that up too much. TPW brought that up in slight because I don't want to beat a dead horse. Create a call or my future one. So I'm doing both of them. I'm doing create a call first. I feel like this is a good one because I haven't really been able to talk about my experience in create a call or how it ended and how it elevated me in a way. So let's really get started with that one. Um, Right. Create a call. I remember Crew texting me one day, asking me, Angel, I need you to create a championship for me. I was like, okay. What is the title? It's called the Create a Call World Heavyweight Championship. I was like, okay. He sent me the logo and everything, and it was all good. It was that nice, beautiful ECW title template with the white 
outlining and everything and with the CAC white logo on the top. It was simple. It was beautiful. I loved it. Uh, oh, excuse me. It was really good title. I really enjoyed making it. Because it was simple and rustic and what I love to make in championships. And apparently the owners loved it so much that they used it. And then I got a text from Crude again, like two days later, saying, APH, Creative Call wants to talk to you. I was like, for what? I already did their title. Do they want another one? They were like, no, they want to sign you. I was like, what? And I'm getting a text from Adam Epps. I know, look, look, before anyone clicks this, this whole podcast, there's a reasoning why I mentioned his man's name, and there's a reasoning behind my anger around it. So, uh, to stay, to stay on top, leave your burial mentions out of it, please. You can bury him all you want, I don't care. But, uh, there's a reasoning why I may praise him at times, and then bury him in others, so just keep listening. So, Adam Epps texts me, right? And I get this message saying, APH, we would love to have you sign. And I noticed something about your car, and it looks weird, and you look monstrous when you really shouldn't be. We can change him. So I was like, okay. I was like, why change APH? He looks good. <laughs> that looks good in my opinion. He just lacked a face photo. And I figured the face photo was not needed, to be fair. <laughs> Again, how wrong I was. So Epps was uh, hell bent on helping me. So I was like, okay. So he helped me. He created an entirely new call. I put up my call, all community creations for him to download, and I waited a day for him to show me my brand new look. I sipped tea for a reason. Because the new look sucked. Don't get me wrong. I liked the fact that he went the classical rustic APH route with the jacket and the scarf and all that nonsense. What I didn't like was the no beard and the little ponytail like hairstyle that I had. I was like, what the hell is this shit? And the face scan, it just, it made me look old. I was like, no, uh uh, nope, nope, nope. And on top of that, he looked skinny as a bitch. I was like, get the fuck out of here. With that bullshit, I didn't say it to his face. I was like, ooh, this looks cool, but can you upload it? Because I want to add my own little twist. So I was able to add my own little twist to it. And then eventually, the APH that blossomed into the one you know now debuted on Creative Cause pay-per-view event called Break the Gate. A pay-per-view which I was supposed to make a logo for, but failed miserably. Um... I remember watching the debut and everybody was like, holy shit, who is this guy? And that was the reaction everyone wanted, involved, everyone loved it. And I remember getting text messages from people saying, yo, you're the, you're, you're a big deal. You're the one of the hottest talks about in this show. Like everyone's not everyone's talking about APH everyone's talking about the total package and the ending to the match it was a triple threat it was supposed to be Jack Hunter coming out to talk shit and then Chase Owens comes out to accept his open challenge because he was talking shit and then I come out to accept his open challenge because he was talking shit so it became a triple threat Chase Owens is out in the ring he's outside I get hit with the meteor double knees and Jack goes for like a cross thing, like with Alistair Black, cross his legs. 
I kip up right behind him, hit my finisher, one, two, three, I win. And first of all, during that whole match, Epps put me over, Townsend put me over, and I just felt the love. And from there, APH became a household name. Because guys like Adam Richards and Hunter Quinn and everybody else got to really know who the hell I was. And that's why I say I credit Create a Call and the people who were connected to it with the reason why I'm so successful today. Regardless of the ending, regardless of how bullshittery the way it was, I still credit Create a Call to my upbringing. Like, there's no APH in Unbound or HXW without my connections to Townsend and Create a Call. There isn't. Um... So we get to the first promo I did. It sucked ass. I went way too long. And I ended up losing my handicap match. (sighs) My first match on television was a handicap match. That was weird. It's a weird way to build up a new guy. But I digress. Um. And then he had me in a matchup where I was going to be in a tournament to crown a new champion. Or kind of no more contender to Crazy J's World Heavyweight title. Now, over time, this is Epps. And first of all, he had no upload schedule either. He just wanted to make sure the show was perfect. That's one thing I admired about him. He was perfect. He was trying to be at least perfect in everything he did. But everything he did wasn't always sound and wise. Like, the whole storyline with the loaded glove. And the whole thing with Adam Richards being attacked by Psycho G. I think that was. And Coalition... With Don Frost, who everyone kept claiming was never really on the roster to begin with. And I was like, why is he here? Y'all could just kick him out. Like, what the fuck? He's out. Wait, what the fuck? And it got to the point where, in my opinion, it got NWO-esque. Because, like, left and right, people started joining. Because Tyler Jones turned on Jack Hunter. He joined Coalition. Preppy, I think it was Preppy or Quentin Carter. Yeah, Quentin Carter is Preppy, I think. Well, whatever it is, he joined, he turned on people and joined, co- joined like, side-by-side side with Coalition. Don Frost was in Coalition. Crazy Jay was in Coalition. There were so many people, in other words, joining Coalition. Chase Owens was siding with Coalition. I was like, this is, t- if, if, if Epps keeps putting people with Coalition, this is going to turn into an NWO situation. And we've just, this is a brand new Fed. Why are we focusing on an NWO faction when we should be focusing on a new, on like a new champion or something? But then again, it was entertaining anyway, so I didn't care. I wasn't really wanting to complain about it much. And I remember Epson Townsend both telling me, you're going to be a big star someday. And they personally, him, Epps, Townsend, Ragoni. Those three sat me down one day, like Epson Townsend sat me down and asked me straight up, what is your gimmick? What is the total package? And their sit down and explanation of my character of what it should be, basically reason why the APH character is what it is today. It's just that I added a few components and added my own personal flair to it because it is my it is myself times 10. So. But I will not go in here and sit and like uh, discredit what Epps did. Um, we get to the last episode of Creative Call that I remember. It was me versus uh, 
it was me in a uh, world championship tournament. I won it. I'm no more in contender to world heavyweight title. I get attacked by Chase Owens. And then Chase Owens now is feuding with me into what was supposed to be at Critical Collision, the opening match. APH versus Chase Owens in a steel cage, which in their eyes was a hell in a cell. And I was like, um, okay. I didn't really mind, but I also didn't really get it. But I didn't really care. Also, midst of all of this, Townsend kept bringing into my ear feds that at that point I never knew about. Honorbound and HXW. Honorbound HXW. Honorbound HXW. Honorbound HXW. Those two feds kept popping in my head. And all I remember him saying was, they are the big boys. Like, people... People love every other fed. They love all their feds and everything. But when you want to talk about some of the big boys, there's Triumph. There's HXW. There's Honorbound and COH. They are the hierarchy. They are like the big boys in the fed. You're there. You're good. Because, like, they take their shit seriously. And they'll put people over big time. And I was like, dude, I'm, at, at first I was like, I'm not ready. And to be fair, I wasn't ready, honestly. Mentally or physically. So, we get to the last episode. I get attacked by Chase Owens, set up for our steel cage match. We get the promos done. I send in my promo for the next episode because I was going to be on it. I was going to promo about how I lost and how Chase Owens is the next, blah, blah, blah. It was going to set up this whole story with Chase Owens trying to run after, run away from me and I'm chasing after him. But then, Epps goes silent. And then Ragoni goes silent. And we're asking Townsend, like, what the hell is going on? And no one can answer. He couldn't answer anything. He was like, I don't know. Apparently, and I'm not saying this to bring it up in the end, but from what I've heard, Ragoni says some dumb shit about the Black Lives Matter movement, or he left the company because the Black Lives Matter movement was being supported. He didn't really have an opinion on the movement in general. People hated him about it, and he left. He left the community in general. From what I understand, Epps got pissed about that, sided with his buddy, and left. Yeah, he discontinued his Twitter and everything, and he just left. And this was after, and how apropos if your name is Boom, or if your name is uh, Don, or if your name is Breon or anything from uh, Autobound or COH. After all of this, he already left HXW from what I understand. And he recently just had his big retirement for Honorbound or COH. It was like this big thing where everybody was posting on Twitter, hashtag thank you Epps. And after that, he just left. And we're all thinking to ourselves, eh, it's only a day, they'll get over it, and Epps will get back to work. And, you know, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. So, uh... We're all doing this shit. We're realizing that Epps going to come back. And we'll get into this in a second. He didn't. And after that, after the whole Twitter discontinuing thing, he went silent and the Discord was dead. So, the Discord's gone. And no one knows what the fuck's going on. 
I remember somebody putting up a, a message in the CAC Twitter chat saying, yo, the Discord's dead. And we're all just like, what? And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, hey, 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 why is it dead? And this was after Townsend recently started doing podcasts on the CAC, on the Creator's own YouTube channel. <laughs> This was like when the start of Townsend podcast and everything. So, and he was general manager, and from what I understand, he did a lot of work to help create a call go along. And he was the guy that everyone asked what the fuck was happening because Epps wasn't answering his text, Ragoni wasn't answering his text, and we all were just sitting there twiddling our thumbs, thinking, "What the fuck's going on?" And then when he deleted the Discord, we all just knew from right there and there. This whole thing is dead. There's no reason to start. There's no reason to continue. Create a cause gone. And some of us were angry. Some of us were sad. Some of us were just plain silent about it. Like, we didn't acknowledge it at all. And I remember I put up a post saying, thank you, CAC, for everything, blah, blah, blah. But there's way, way, way more beef that I have with Adam Epps. Way more beef that I have, not with Adam Epps, really, but the process and the methods he used that him and we're going to use to, like, leave. This is not even bashing any of those gentlemen. No way bashing them. I just think the way they handled things was unprofessional. And if I, like, I remember, I remember earlier in the podcast, Ring the Bell Wrestling asked, would you join any feds that just died? Ring the Bell Wrestling Creator Call is the one fed that if Adam Epps ever came back and tried to reform Creator Call, I would not come back. Regardless of what he thinks about he created my character or he gave me my theme song or he enhanced my gimmick. I don't care because I don't like unprofessionalism. I don't like being told shit last minute. And I don't like when I have to hear from a third party Something that you could have easily told me or the roster within the span of a minute or a simple Discord call. It was it was it was childish. It was childish. I hated it. You're literally going to leave the entire Twitter and your whole league, like for what? For what? Even when I went on my break, I made sure my roster in TPW was like, I got this. They knew that APH had the show under control. And even during my hiatus, I was able to put up a show for them. Like, if you're gonna end the show or end the league and say the E-Fed's gone, here's a list of E-Feds that I'm gonna endorse for you to join. Please join them. They will be expecting a text from you. If he said that, I would have been okay with it. And I was mad at it for three reasons. One, the the lack of communication and the lack of balls from Adam Epps to even come to me and say straight up to everybody, or not not even just everybody, but to me in general, yo, bro, we're ending Create a Call. That, two, the reason why I'm, another reason why I'm pissed is because I made so many championships for him. So many arenas. The, the Critical Collision Arena for the pay-per-view he was going to do, I made it. There was championships 
Of course, we all know about the Creator Call World Heavyweight Championship, but do you know about the Creator Call United Providence Championship? No, you don't? Well, that's weird, because uh, I remember making one for him, and he never used it, because we it didn't get to that point. Do you remember WP? Do you remember Creator Call having tag team titles? No, that's strange. We never really got a tag division because the two, the only tag team we had disbanded, and yet I made their titles for them. Do you guys remember when Creator Call in his dying days, when we all didn't even know it, had a women's division? The title they used to promote the Creator Call World, the Creator Call Women's Championship, I made that. So now you guys can understand slightly why I was pissed, because I spent hours of my own life slaving away, creating championships for a league that died within weeks. No communication, no anything. And the third reason why I'm pissed is the way they conducted themselves after the fact. From what I know, people started to point fingers at other people. I'm not not going to say woohoo or what, whatever the fuck. People was pointing fingers. People were blocked. Thing, people, reputations were ruined. No one's adding them into their feds anymore. And it just became a complete and utter clusterfuck. To the point where I was just like, fuck it. I'm not even going to bother. And here's the worst part. Not only after creating a call up did I leave an empty hole in myself, but I had that was the last Fed I was in. I wasn't in any other Feds. So I was basically a free agent. And the funniest thing about it, I couldn't have been a free agent if I didn't follow their advice and leave the other Feds to focus on creating a call. So technically speaking, Creator Call ruined my chances in some feds, and they left, so now I'm in none. So that really was fun. I really fucking loved it. But eventually, after Creator Call died, I texted Ring the Bell Wrestling, and I texted MFW, Maximum Force Wrestling, and I asked him, listen, I know I left before, but please, I want to come back. And thankfully, they welcomed me back. They let me come back in. And now I'm officially signing with them. I signed with them full time. And I will be a full member of Ring the Bell Wrestling for a foreseeable future. And same thing with MFW once it hits Dystopia, even going into the next season. I will be a member of the roster. Because they supported me so much. And I am thankful to have them as uh, members of my family in terms of my career in career and uh, in terms of my leagues that I'm in and I'm also happy to have them in equilibrium because they're awesome people they're great peeps um and here's the thing everyone's gonna say that here's the thing here's another thing that connects with the like who helped you the most Adam Epps helped me with like my confidence in my character Ragoni helped my moveset but Townsend was the one who really took me under my wing his wing basically after Creator Call died, I texted him. I was like, what the hell now? And he gave me HXW and on a bound. He said, Angel, text them whenever you're ready. They'll be expecting you, but go in. 
I think you're ready. I waited. I became a free agent. And I tested my luck. I was like, look, I want in. What do I have to do? For HSW, it was easy. Got in. And I debuted after their pay-per-view. And I just recently was in the Renegade Rumble. Which was an amazing experience. I loved it. I eliminated Enigma Soul and Oxley. So, big points for me. Autobound was a different story. Because I remember there was a post saying, What Feb would you like to join? And I put in all caps, Honorbound. And I tagged them in it. And eventually, they was like, What makes you... Why don't we just make this a, a thing? I was like, huh? I was like, okay, sure, why not? So now, Autobound's one of my boys. I'm in Autobound, and now I'm in HXW. And... Like I said, if it wasn't for my connections to create a call and me meeting Townsend, would that have ever been a possibility? Hell no. But I'm glad that both Honorbound and HXW took a chance on me, and uh, I'm happy and pleased that they trust me enough to put me in that spot. So thank you. Um, As far as Anthony Ragoni and Adam Epps are concerned, am I going to be friends with them in the, path, in the down the road? Mm, we're going to maybe Epps probably not because he kind of was a bit too pushy and considering the fact that he kind of burned me with how CAC ended it was kind of like a dick move and like a dick punch I was like bro you really did all of that for nothing and I can't even watch my debut and create a call now which sucks I should have downloaded the video um Will I ever join back with a Fed that created that um, Epps will be running? Hell no, because I can never trust a businessman who's willing to abandon ship so quickly. That's not my goal. That's not my deal. That's not how I operate. If you go down with the ship, you're telling you're taking nobody. You, in my opinion, if you're going to sink a ship, if you're going to end the Fed, you at least tell the people that you're in. That's in your Fed. Hey, listen, this isn't working out. I have to close it down. You know, like, like certain shit like that. Epps didn't do that. That's why I was pissed at him. I wasn't really pissed. I was more or less disappointed. As far as Townsend, everyone knows how many in Townsend are. He's like my godfather. He's my mentor. He's a guy who... Took me under and basically helped me with a lot of my confidence in call and my confidence in Autobound and HXW. He helped me gain confidence on hard mic and on uh, talking extreme. And uh, he's helped me gain my confidence back in terms of my career. And he makes me really believe that I can go far. And with the support of everybody else, they make me believe I think I can go far. Which kind of makes me segue from create a call into my next portion. What's the future like for me? What's APH's future is? Well, I hope to make an appearance at Summer Mania. I think my performance at the Renegade Rumble showed that I kind of deserved at least a somewhat of a spot. I don't know. It's up to them. It is completely up to them. I don't really know. I don't really care. If I am there, great. If I'm not, damn. But hey, I'm not going to take away a spot for somebody who deserves it, you know? If they don't think I deserve it, then I'm not going to go in, all right? Simple as that. Although I will thank Boom for allowing me to promo on his show 
because it is a blast and I absolutely love it. Like any chance he gets, like if I'm on the show, he'll say, Hey, um, promoing is this, this, this. And then I want APH to say something, but I lost promo. Okay. <laughs> like with, like he gives me enough confidence and then to just like promo and I kind of love it. Same thing with Anaman and Hard Mike. They say we're gonna get to everybody, and then my name gets popped up like, oh, coming up next, APH. I'm like, oh Christ. Like stuff like that really encourages me to keep doing promos, so I love them for that. And same thing with Onabound. If I'm being featured big down the road, that'd be great. If not, that's fine. But I just hope and pray that everyone that, that the hype that everyone's already setting for me, because there's a lot of hype around my name. I, I, you know, I've seen people say that, and I've seen people say, oh, I've been watching you, APH. Well, I've been watching your career, young man, and I gotta say, you got spunk, kid. I know people are watching me. I know that, and I know they're expecting big things from me, especially from what I produce, and I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm going to give you all my, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna deliver on all that hype. One, I am the hype. And two, I'm going to give you everything I fucking got. Regardless if I live up to your hype or not, I will live up to my own hype. I will make my own path. I'll make my own career memorable for me. Okay? But I'll, of course, mostly do it for you guys, especially those who support me. So thank you. So, like, if I ever live up to your hype, great. If I don't, I'm sorry. Um... As far as other feds go, MFW, like I said, I'm staying in. Ring the Bell Wrestling, staying, obviously. Will I ever join another fed again? Not now, because I have so much going on. I have those four feds. I have World Pro Wrestling going. I have a bunch of other things I got going on in terms of in real life stuff. I'm trying to get my own business going. The Forever Humble brand is not a brand that I just named up. It's going to be like a legitimate business. I want to actually make clothes and stuff. I want to actually make good. I want to actually do good shit like that. I want to actually somewhat step into the wrestling business as a manager or something. That would be fun to do. Um, all in all, I think as far as my future goes, it's bright. But then again, it all burns down to like what I make of it. Because I know in an instant, everything I could be saying right now could be washed away. You'll never hear of APH again if I make one fuck up or if something happens, you know? So I'm not going to say nothing's guaranteed. What I will say is with the time I have here, I'll give you guys everything I fucking got because that's what you guys deserve. You guys deserve the best Angel Perkins hash you can get, and that's what you're going to get. Um, If I rambled, I'm sorry, but that was the APH podcast. That was the last call with Angel Perkins Harris. Um, Next week, I plan on having a guest with me um it's going to be great i thank you guys so much for watching so much for tuning in you guys are awesome i love you so much please continue being awesome like you guys are um i will hopefully be continuing this on uh, like for the next week and a half i won't be doing the show every week i'll do it every two weeks because you know i gotta moderate myself um, two weeks from now, from now, uh, my next special guest will be, hmm, I'm not sure yet. So please, if you want to be a guest on my show and actually teach me how to record via Discord, please let me know. Um, 
I'm more than welcome. You guys know my DMs. You guys know my ats. I will link them in the Discord and in the YouTube links and in the description if you're new to my whole entire gimmick. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening uh, to the APH podcast, The Last Call with Angel Perkins Harris. Um, you guys are awesome. Uh, and as far as me, I will see you all tonight on HXW Super Show. Because trust me, it is going to be one hell of a ride. And I hope your boys, you, I think you guys know your boy's going to be there, right? Your boy's going to be there to show out. So be prepared, all right? Thank you guys so much. You guys are awesome as hell. Um, As always, stay forever humble. See you guys next time.